0: I like sure. to I, I like a uh I like a suite situation. You get like the little half kitchen.
1: Yeah, it's not one of those. I don't no, know. It's, <laughs> I don't know this where the and sweets are. You're in the They are uh, pretty
2: generous with the and sweets yeah. when those come yeah, right in. there
1: there are a couple sweets. All right. Gotcha. I'm in the end portion right. of this building. What we do here is go back 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 back
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers about college football and lifestyle. You can find us on the internet at www.thewheelrout.com. You can send us emails, wheelroutepodcast.gmail.com. at gmail.com. We will open them, we will read them. Uh, you can get the show from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Google Podcast Center, or Stitcher. And as always, we are on Instagram as well. Excuse me, a little bit of a burp there uh, at wheelroutepodcast. My name, is Logan Whitehouse, Burpin Logan Whitehouse. They call me, uh, and I'm coming to you guys uh, from Stuart, Florida. I'm on Twitter at Um, We are continuing a strong run of extremely nice conditions here in Stuart, Florida, um, which is which is great. A little, a little breezy today, breezy condities, uh, but uh, otherwise things are going well here. I have nothing nothing too uh, too crazy to report. Um, they installed a couple new concrete light uh like power poles in my neighborhood so that's been a big big to do this week the uh the spawn has been enjoying all of the tractors and various uh construction vehicles set up. <laughs> so many cones on un- 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 a veritable cornucopia of cones uh out there so
1: anyhow who else is here my name is jordan shank i am in an undisclosed location this evening uh North of Harrisonburg, south of Washington, D.C. We are playing the hotel Wi-Fi game tonight. So apologies in advance if this is not the crisp, perfect audio experience that our show normally brings you, the reader. Um, I'm on Twitter.com, at Shank Guys, I've got to say, that site, for some reason, like the last couple of days, my timeline has been inundated with advertisements, I don't know what button got pressed, but shocker, it's been horrendous. Um, so I'm I'm moving further and further off the grid in my mind. We'll see when I actually pull the trigger. But happy to be here, talking some ball.
0: Yeah,
2: I can get you. Uh, I can get you some blue sky codes. Don't worry, I'll save it. Oh, you day. can you can this
0: time. Cont- All
2: right, contribute contribute. Yeah, I'm pretty. I, well, at least I, I had it a couple of days ago. Anyways, my name is Jason Crick. Uh, I remain in the friendly city of Harrisonburg at the moment. Um, <clears throat> I tweet things for the moment at Jason Crick. Um, some delightful weather in Harrisonburg, honestly, this afternoon. Uh, so good, I went out and, you know, I just walked the Lake Nine. Just had a delightful time. Just got the, got the arms loose for the first time in a week. It was good.
0: So Look at this guy.
2: Like high seventies, very little wind. Wonderful.
0: What time what time is um it getting dark up there in the Great White North?
2: You probably you probably play golf till six thirty would be like so the, the ball better be ball 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 better be going in the hole about six thirty. Yeah.
0: Love to play a speedy, almost dark seven iron yeah. only hole, you know, on a dead sprint.
2: Just take the take the swing thoughts out of it. Just know just that you got a
0: bag. Gotta your, your, your bag just clanking around, banging yep, against you gotta everywhere. You got to hit your straight club. No, yeah. <laughs> that's tough. That's that, that's a tough that's a tough ask at times. But, you that know. straight club, we'll, we all have in our we, bag. We all know this to be true. Okay, what are we drinking tonight, fellas? Jason, I saw you get up and I head did. to the fridge.
2: I, f- I forgot to grab one before. I am now prepared.
1: Uh yeah, I've just got a big well, water tonight. All right um airplane situation tomorrow morning. So trying to load up on fluids, kind of store some hydration before <laughs> it gets dried out of me in the tube. I know hydration. I know how
2: you sweat it out on planes, so it's probably smart. Well, hydration
1: and dry, coma, there.
2: you know, just <laughs> uh I by happenstance, have continued my theme, and I have a Sam Adams Oktoberfest.
0: I love this. This is was <laughs> <laughs> not intentional at all. It's Unfortunately, great. Unfortunately, we don't. Well, we have one more episode in October, so we'll have.
2: to... I, uh, I do not know if I have another one.
0: Um, well, you're gonna have to go to Martin's, Jason. We'll to we've, all about, we've all heard about the Martin's six pack uh, variety bill. Well, I think you remember. can buy them.
2: I think you can buy singles. I think they're like two forty or something like that.
0: Does Does Costco have the um, Oktoberfest like advent calendar? You can just
2: Good have un- oh, I unlimited limited. Might have to do some I'd have to do some exploring before the homecoming crowd drops by exit
0: 245. Oh, uh, great exit. Great exit. Um, I am uh, back on the hopwell hoppy fizzy sparklers. Uh, so trying to you know keep things on the straight and narrow here as we head into a, a weekend of, of just
1: razor sharp focus. So did the uh, did the hopwells come in Various like hop blends, or is it just one product? The Hopwell that I
0: have is only one product, but I have had a different. I believe it was Hop Lark, <laughs> was the brand okay. that I had, and they had like Citra hops or uh, Mosaic or I forget what the other the other was Sabro, um, Sabro, Sabro. Uh, anyhow, so <laughs> Sabros. Uh, so that was interesting because you really like actually kind of like learned how to like taste the specific hop that you liked. And you're like, Oh, this is interesting. So I might revisit those, but these things are a little bit more expensive than maybe they should be for effectively a, a fizzy water. So that's, that's the only issue that I haven't really run into. So I can't be drinking like three a day. Whereas like, if it's a Waterloo, I can just mow through Waterloo's, you know, I don't feel quite as bad about that. So Have been working on some of those, too, by the way. The Waterloo's been going down for sure. All right, we'll keep it going here. Uh, News and notes, guys. Unfortunately, it's become time that we need to talk about um, Connor Stallions and the uh, the, the covert botched operation that is uh, the Michigan football apparatus right now. Um, A lot of really kind of like fun and interesting journalism has been going on around this. Uh, love it. it. This has like all of the uh, the high points of like a totally meaningless story that's just kind of delightful to like watch unfold. Nobody's really getting hurt here, um, yeah. which is so, great. <laughs> Other than maybe would, Jim Harbaugh,
2: <laughs> so. maybe Jim Harbaugh, and and this Connor kid who yeah. is Connor. undoubtedly going to get a black bag offer very soon. Um, but yeah, I was explaining to somebody, and I was like, honestly, like on the measurement scale of. Like college football quote unquote scandals. This is absolutely hysterical. Like yes. start to finish. I like I can't get enough of it. And like it's, very, it-
0: it's very online too, which is another yeah. thing. Like, I mean, like it, it is impossible to pull off shenanigans like this anymore because like everybody has video of everything and the dudes the dude's Venmo history is getting aired well, yeah, so out that, on that's Twitter. the thing. Is,
2: like, someone pointed out like he was both incredibly thorough, like organized this whole operation and sent people to these opponents at these times and like saw these games, made sure to get tickets on these sides. And also he did everything under his, his personal name and like left his Venmo history attached to it and all this stuff. It's like, man, you were so close. And you see um, like
0: 57 Venmo uh, receipts for various yeah. t-shirts was hilarious. Right. Loved like, I don't know. don't really know what that was about, but well, it was hilarious to see Very clearly um, something nefarious going there's on. There's the fact
2: there's the fact it, it can't be overstated that it I think that aside from maybe Notre Dame, Michigan is the funniest school this could have happened to. Like they are, I think Probably our just. haughtiest fan base of like we Michigan men do things the right way, not like those cheaters in the SEC. And so right. that's hysterical. Uh it's hysterical that uh this story was broken on a message board in January. Um uh, by Tennessee fans some guy's cousin was hired as part of the operation <laughs> and everybody like just was like ah, message board geniuses like uh, great stuff <laughs> and, like every part of this i find hysterical and like there's you know whatever is going to happen to like this kid is probably not great i can't imagine that he was acting on his own accord but at the same time like he's apparently that dude and like had put together a manifesto of how to improve the program and
0: yeah, I mean, I he's know. just like a Michigan super van. So just real yeah. quick, before we let Jordan opine here, what yeah. has happened is it has become clear that there's there's a, there's been a scheme for Michigan. Michigan has essentially an advanced scout working for them uh, that is a former Marine uh, that evidently has a, a special set of skills, and he is able to um, deduce... Uh, to basically decode play uh, like hand signals um, for play calls. And um, you're not supposed to do advanced scouting in college football for whatever in, reasons,
2: in person, advanced, scouting.
0: In, in person, advanced scouting, especially in person recording stuff, advanced scouting. Um, if you're picking them off TV, that's one thing. This is why you see everybody like standing on the side of the, with the um, curtains and the, and the giant, uh, you know, uh, tapestries and, and things of that nature. But um yeah, so this is like this this situation is unfolding and it started off as like a ha, you know, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying like, you know, whatever to now. Like the scope of this operation appears that it may have been
1: absolutely
0: right. massive. Yeah. And this this the dude who is executing it is getting paid fifty thousand dollars a year by Michigan to essentially be on the staff like doing this stuff and evidently is just expensing all of these <laughs> all of these tickets and stuff yeah. so it's been pretty
1: hilarious to see guys,
2: guys racking up the credit card points though give him credit for that
1: that's true yeah i am jealous um, but yeah it's, the travel points he has accrued <laughs> to this point
2: jordan jordan can appreciate the effort that that is uh, you know accumulated um but yeah it's a it's a wild story and it's very entertaining to me um it's it's like Honestly, I can't tell you how good, nice it is to have a college football scandal where. It's an old
0: fashioned cheating like, scandal. Like, like the student
2: athletes aren't getting blamed for taking money, <laughs> and no, you know, very privileged man has done something terrible to a woman, and nobody has done anything like actually awful. It's just like all you get, like, the worst things you get are the people that get a little too haughty, and they're like, this is about the integrity of the game. It's like, okay, let's.
0: That's a But uh, Let's is. take a deep breath hilarious, though, that it, that Jim Harbaugh is sort of at the center of it, like, yeah. one of the most colossally weird um, football guys, and, and really most football guy football guys that we know, a, a true guardian of victory. Right. Um, he was guarding it too hard, you know? Yeah.
2: And, like, it, it was kind of seen as, like, well, I don't know how much information they got from it, but now, like, videos are emerging, like, from the Ohio State game last year, where it was the first drive of the game, and... The and Ohio State is offense. The Ohio State offense steps back and looks to the sideline for an audible, and you see this guy, and I think the DC or somebody next to him look in the same direction, and immediately as the Ohio State offense turns back to the line of scrimmage to snap the ball, everybody starts pointing pass because they read the sign, and it's like that was the first drive because like there are coaches. I think the full cast mentioned Venables, but like. People try to do this during the game. Like you can pull signs during the game, and if your signs aren't good enough that they can't be stolen, get better at signs. But like to do it on the first drive of the game, like oh, buddy, you studied this, and, well, so, and to
0: enlist like military personnel yeah. <laughs> to like leverage a skill set that
2: well, also you know, like I think he was for, like
0: literal national security purposes. I think he was
2: like in the Marine Corps, but he wasn't a Marine. He was like a desk guy, or I don't remember. Well, the man, exact probably,
0: same. I think he graduated from the Naval Academy, so he's not okay. like idiot no I'm
2: not I'm not saying like I bet I could take him I'm saying like I don't know what oh, he did no, but... no no, yeah yeah no I'm just saying like I don't
0: think he's like a, a just a, a... no we he all wasn't... Know the guy we all know the guy that was in the Marines for two yeah. years okay he was gosh. not like he was not a he was, he not, was, a Marine not, accountant he was not that guy yeah you're not that guy pal you're so... not that guy.
2: anyways uh we continue to monitor the situation and it's yeah
0: I mean, every update
2: I, I just laugh at harder so it's great
0: everybody I hope it thinking.
2: continues that way and doesn't actually take a dark turn as college football scandals can
0: it's like, oh, yeah, there was a couple interns that got murdered. You know, it's right. like, oh, God, like, what happened? Um, It will be interesting to see if and when we reach a breaking point on the Jim Harbaugh weirdo experience, even at I mean, his I... alma mater. I mean, they're really good. I think there seems to be, even before this, there was a little bit of smoke that maybe this is the last run for Harbaugh. He seems to dance with the NFL every offseason. Every and, you know, McCarthy is – probably not coming back next year. Like, I don't think the team's going to be better than they are this year. Um, so there's like a lot of reasons. And this just to me adds to the reasons that it might be a good idea for Michigan to move on, which would be kind of crazy. Cause I would be really curious to see what direction like Michigan would go, you know, Michigan who probably thinks they deserve to be to Ohio state every year and go to the playoff every year. Now based off of, you know, a two year run um, just who they think that they could hire. And when they talk themselves into urban Meyer, how funny that will be. Yep. All right, Jordan, you got any final thoughts on this? We can put a bow on it.
1: Um. No, I would just echo that it is really nice to have. This feels like a nostalgic scandal where <laughs> it's waking up like different corners of college football Twitter that maybe we haven't heard from in a while. Um, right. I keep like in the back of my head waiting for an LSU freak elaborate GIF oh, to get posted. Gosh. Uh, missed that guy a ton. Yep, um, the legend. Uh, he was good. Jeez, but yeah. Right. I like do so. Do we know ultimately who tipped this off to the powers that I, be? Has that come out yet?
2: I've heard, I've seen mixed things. Um, I think I've the last I saw was there was like a PI that got involved. Um, yeah, it was
1: floated I, that Ryan Day had, yeah, hired PI.
2: So I don't think I don't know that, that part got verified because there was the reports that like Shiano and Day had hired this guy. Okay. I don't know that that part has been confirmed, but I think somebody got the like sources say that this all started because a PI submitted these tapes and these records of these these very this various network of advanced scouts traveling the games. Um but I don't know that we've gotten a an official source yet. Um it's very weird. This is all very strange and kind of unprecedented place um like i don't i don't have any idea i've got asked this twice today. i don't have any idea what the ncaa is going to do i if i had to guess they'll sit on it till the end of the year and then like hope that like have some behind the scenes talks and be like yeah Heart, jim you need to find an nfl job or else we're gonna so i i don't know what's gonna happen i know i, mean, I feel
0: like yeah the only like practical like punishment you could think of to me it would be some sort of a wrist slap or public like Firing of someone or suspension of a coach for a couple games or something like I don't know.
1: Well, it's 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 also worth mentioning
2: this all started the Michigan State week, and um, the NCAA told Michigan State on Tuesday, and Michigan State said, We'll get back to you on whether or not we'll play the game on Saturday.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so Ryan, (laughs) they were like, Okay, we'll cast that he's more interested in seeing what how the Big Ten, Ten reacts. Because the NCAA is so slow-moving, the Big Ten has the potential to say, you know what, like, they've already gotten involved by reaching out to future opponents and saying, hey, this is a thing you need to be wary of. Um, It's possible that they could straight-up say, you know what, Michigan, no Big Ten title game for you this year because of your shenanigans. And that paves the way for Ohio State to get there again would be um, hilarious or Penn state to, to just yank one out of the hat and make it
0: happen. Wouldn't that be vindication something indication for Jim's James Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, an even worse watch than Michigan. All right. We'll move on from that. Yeah. Uh, wild. We'll keep our eyes peeled. Let's hit the coaching carousel tracker real quick. Uh, Michigan state still the only job of note open. Is there any others open? Did, did one open? I don't. I don't think so. Don't
1: think
0: so. Um, per our conversation we had the other day, I've added Will Hall at Southern Miss and Dave Aranda from Baylor. Uh, welcome, welcome to the show, guys. Um, I don't know that uh, Baylor is necessarily apt to make a move, um, but I think that the appetite for success in college football in sort of the the Texas. Uh, um, influence sphere uh, could lead to some quick triggers, especially given kind of some of the up and coming coaching candidates that exist at the lower level. Lo- I don't say lower levels, but the G5 levels in Texas. Um, I think it, Baylor losing Mr. Joey McGuire to Texas tech was a clear detriment to their staff <laughs> and uh, they haven't really been very good, Since then, and um, maybe they need to dip back into that Texas man, Texas high school system guy thing that evidently is very important for Texas schools. TBD, Will Hall, just not going well. Um, Yeah. I don't know if we need to start tracking coaches who we think may be on the move on the way up, but um, maybe we'll get there at a later episode. You guys got any other thoughts on this? Tony Elliott staved off uh, inclusion on the list last week. I, I decided to give him an, a bonus week. That's very kind of you, Logan. Thank
2: so so you. generous, so generous. Thank you.
0: thank you, thank you. Okay, let's get into the tasting menu for this week. We have to start an interesting one that I wanted to pitch to the group. Could I interest you in a little South Carolina at Texas A and M anxiety bowl?
2: Uh, this yes, is a little bit. This may. is a little bit of sicko right right off the rip on Saturday lunch like.
1: Yes. Oh, there guys! Be before, some, we some, Saturday, well, wait, Jim, before we get to Saturday, sweaty yeah. fans. Uh, wait, before we get to Saturday, Thursday night features oh, Syracuse dry. at Virginia Tech. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Love so that. So prepare to be, propagandized to death by the entrance of the Hokies um, to enter Sandman, and stay strong. Jason Beck gets a gets his first crack at Colin plays against the Hokies. Um, That'll be interesting to see. We've got another big quarterback for Syracuse who's been known to take some hits and make some <laughs> interesting decisions. So, I like I'm excited to watch that in a sick, twisted kind of way. Absolutely.
0: Um, yeah, I, I have a tough time taking in the Virginia Tech, uh, the VPI football experience these days. Just it seems, and and I'm, this isn't really that much of a hater. It just seems very, just very plodding. Like it's I don't. Not,
2: it's not pleasing in any way. It doesn't have the. God.
0: It doesn't have this sort of like raw volatility that the UVA football experience has, <laughs> um, which is you know not any better or more successful, but maybe maybe slightly more entertaining.
2: If you're gonna suck. Um, suck full speed.
0: Thank you. As I've said this is for a long well, time. And so the I the think policy, for me, long-standing
1: policy on this show. <laughs> I think for me personally, I do enjoy watching this bland product Virginia Tech drops <laughs> out because it's therapeutic in a way. Like That's I, not, not, my not, childhood, not, adolescence,
0: not,
1: high school, not, college years, parts of those were ruined because of this football program, and like what ruined. what they did well, and now sure. the fact that is such a cup of Warm vanilla pudding um, is kind of nice to take in and be like, "Oh, this—it it looks good to see this not do anything."
2: At some point, I'm gonna think of a Virginia Tech uh, word for Schadenfreude, and that'll be—that'll be, that'll be mm-hmm. what we go with in the future.
1: We'll put it on our first round of koozies. We start yeah. printing out.
0: Ooh, ooh, beautiful! I'll uh, we'll get the merch guy. on that. anyhow, back to South Carolina at Texas A and M to start the day um, on Saturday. Just could be, you know, there's could be some anxious seats in here. I, I am curious if South Carolina goes on a like skid, I don't know what the rest of their schedule looks like. I can't imagine they're gonna be favored in a ton of games down the stretch.
2: Let me take a glance for you. Sure.
0: They yeah. could be Clemson, I suppose. They're definitely
1: but... not favored in this one. It is a two touchdown line.
0: Yeah, which seems big given. So, ooh. This... Here we go, Jason. Let's hit me with it.
2: So, yeah, they're at Texas This week, they end their year with a three week stretch of home Vandy, home Kentucky, home Clemson. So that could be worse. But next week, they host Jacksonville State. Ooh. Which would be hilarious. And which is I a mean-
0: prime candidate for wouldn't yeah. it be hilarious if. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Um okay well I just am curious like if South Carolina what are they what's their record 2 and 5
2: something like that I just closed the tab sorry maybe maybe
0: 2 and 4 um they might have a bye coming up they are I mean, 2 they and 5 win, if, if they, wins over
2: Furman and mississippi
0: state yeah if they go 3 and 9 that's not good. Are, is is,
1: is
0: bad. I mean I I I think that that is on the table based on the, the remaining schedule. They should be Vanderbilt. Yeah. Um, they could win two more, but like, so if they go five and seven, are they okay with that? I mean, I don't think they'd be thrilled with that given the relative buzz coming into the season.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, it's weird too. Cause like, I mean, like Florida was bad last year and beat the brakes off them last year. And then they lost a close one to Florida this year, but it's like, you, Probably kind of think you missed your window on being like better than Florida for a couple of years. Um, and and you, uh, Vanderbilt is terrible, but I don't know if there's anyone else like Missouri's good and you already lost to them. So, um, anyhow, I'm just curious. Texas A&M on the other hand, if they lose this one, the vibes the vibes continue to be off. There is a there is there's a uh. Uh, big time bad vibes headed into the next week um if for either team here so just just i, I was curious by, about this one this also has prime like 19 to 14 final score just disgusting game yeah. gonna be hideous break.
2: i'm pretty yeah. excited
0: which i'm pretty into so speaking of hideous uva is at miami into the hard My, mario cristobal looks for his first in conference 2 game home winning streak um <laughs> And and coincidentally also his second home win in conference uh since taking over at his alma mater. Um do we get a line on this? Has anyone seen it? I have one? it.
2: ESPN currently has it as Miami minus
0: nineteen. So is so Van Dyke's playing, I guess? I guess. I not heard. I would think Van Dyke's playing if the line's that big.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean their backup, yeah, did not did not, their, their backup did not really inspire a ton last week against Clemson, uh, but did manage to pull it off, so shout out to them. I don't really have much to say here. It will be interesting if Virginia can try to take what little advantage they can um, on the outside. Virginia's got good receivers and seems to be pretty productive at getting the ball to their receivers, which is cool, and um, they're going to need to do that, but... My, Desmond Bain's really good. Have you seen this guy play? This defensive end for Miami, he's like a true freshman. Oof, oof. I don't know if it's Desmond.
1: Actually, Desmond Bain might play in the NBA. Yeah, he <laughs> plays for the Grizzlies.
0: <laughs> he played for he's the guy. He,
1: he's the guy who I've said looks like uh, thicker Malcolm Brogdon. Ah, ah. Oh. But yeah, I think um, UVA will go as their running game goes, as they have. Ruben. Bain. The past two weeks, Um, if they can run the ball somewhat effectively, somewhat consistently, I think they've got a chance uh, in a weird way. Um, They have tended to play Miami close in these games at the hard. Um, Yes. With Dr. Bob at the helm, they have failed to convert red zone opportunities in the past So we'll see what Coach Kitchings is able to cook up. Um,
0: Is he in the kitchen cooking?
1: Yeah. I hope so. I certainly hope so. Um, But, yeah, tough tough for UVA to go from road game at Carolina to road game at Miami. It would kind of be nice to, like, ride the momentum of that North Carolina win with a home game on the back end of it. Um, But maybe (laughs) – you know, maybe this is kind of one of those like the team thrives in, okay, let's like go mess somebody else's home game up and play loose. And you know, some teams just play looser and freer on the road for whatever reason. So
0: they got the monkey off the back, they got to break the rock. You know, things things happened after the game last week. So, you know, this is they're ready to roll. It's a new Very season. Good. Absolutely. The road to bowl eligibility. Don't let them get hot that continent or tile bowl, tire bowl win over South Carolina. That ekes their way into, into a full game. It's going to be great. Okay. We'll keep it going. Jason. ODU, the Monarchs come to Harrisonburg.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Dukes are riding high.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, riding high enough to be worrisome. If we're going to be honest.
0: Ooh, a little um, rat poison. Is there a little rat poison in the water? Maybe it's, hmm?
2: it's flowing. It's flowing. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, on paper, this is a fairly lopsided matchup. Uh, this is not ODU's best team, but like they, they are frisky. Uh, I mean, they like they're... lead
0: the nation, or aren't they really high in like explosive play rate? Like, that rings a bell. Which see, does not seem to jive with what I've seen them like attempt to do, but you know, yeah, it's it.
2: They're, they're very. I think they like do a whole lot of nothing and then have like seven great plays a game. Um, which bad. admittedly don't love that for JMU's defense. But it's been playing better recently. Um, I do believe that they lead the nation in sacks given up, um, and JMU leads the nation in sacks gotten. So um, hopefully, uh, our defensive line can have a fun Saturday evening uh, homecoming. But o- ODU is a, a perfectly fine team. They they gave Marshall a lot. They, they gave a full strength Marshall a lot at Marshall. Um, they beat App this past week. Um, they kind of took wake to the wire like a month ago. Um, I forget what the final score of that one was, but it was pretty close. Um, they're they're not a bad team and you know, it's a proud Sunbelt tradition to get somebody ranked and then lose a Sunbelt game. So I am officially nervous about Saturday night. Um, but it should be a fun atmosphere. It's holiday weekend in Hberg. People should be, Good and rowdy after a full day of tailgating. Uh, it's homecoming. So, all of the, you know, 40 something white women will be trying to relive their glory days and passing out in the parking lots. It'll be great. Um,
0: Congrats, Jason.
2: You know, just the usual fun in the friendly city.
0: <laughs> Jason, you're going to dust off the um, glow stick costume?
2: <sighs> Don't tempt
0: me. <laughs> maybe, Globots, maybe. The bots had- dominated
2: Devin Lane that Globots one year. Maybe,
0: maybe hit a little Devin Lane with the glow you know? Mm. Always solo, a good time. Just, a, just a solo townie out on Devon Lane She's in a 34-year-old costume.
2: gentleman just rolling down Devon Lane in a globe costume.
0: I have more JMU shirts than you. Just you could just say that to people.
2: Just flex on people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, well, go Dukes. You know that yeah. is the standing policy of the podcast. Okay, Tennessee is at Kentucky. Um, the Kentucky Trail of Tears continues uh, post um, Florida win. We'll see how this one goes. I feel like Tennessee's been pretty good. I guess um, they're probably in this are one. kicking themselves a bit. Ooh, a little, little, uh, little home dog, little home dog situation here for Kentucky
1: at Kroger Field, um, no less.
0: Yeah, that's kind of curious. What team? What version of Kentucky we get in this game? Um, Tennessee seems like they kind of have maybe rounded a corner a little bit. Um, they run the they run the ball okay, but I don't know. We'll be just—it's just a night game, SEC matchup. We'll see what happens. That's really all I got for this one. Uh, and then finally, we have Ohio State at Wisconsin. You know, just maybe a little, a little uh, letdown opportunity here for Ohio State. You might get some value on Wisconsin. Just you know, free tip for you, boy. Make a note of that. That's all I got. Jason, you got any uh, anything else you want
1: to touch on before Jordan takes us to Pickville?
2: Uh, let's let's take our visit.
1: Let's do it. All right. Uh, before we go to Pickville, one or two other games did catch my eye. USC is at Cal. I do wonder That's right. if Cal maybe smells some blood in the water here. Um, there's a there's a,
0: some sort of a flu, a mystery illness going around the USC. Uh, Lincoln Riley has not been at practice the last two days. Oh, has he been interviewing yeah. oh for? other job <laughs> for the chargers job he yeah. um yes he, he came down with a a, a bad case of nfl quarterback fever. Was. <laughs> that's right brother. will
2: if in case of his absence will alex grinch be calling the plays for the Trojans? oh
1: man i and imagine it's cliff kingsbury Rip like ripping siggy's plays
2: i think that's pretty fair oh. both of if those answers plays. would work for me
1: yeah, or they could flip a coin before every series. And be like, all right, this one's mine. Mm-hmm. All right, this one's yours. Love well, that. back. If Cliff coached from, it would be it would be
0: awesome if Cliff coached just like shirtless from the box. <laughs> just up, if he wore the Biff the... Pogi shirt in the box, <laughs> <laughs> in the comfort, full
2: Cali boy. Yeah,
0: just like this, like a some sort of a stringer tank situation
1: would be <laughs> big beach would be truly hilarious. <laughs> Just five, baby. All right, all right. Let's go to Pickville. Yeah, we've got five games. We're picking them against the spread, as per usual. The first of our five is a nooner. This is the Oklahoma Sooners against the home Jayhawks of Kansas. Oklahoma is favored by ten clean points in this one, and Jason gets to start the proceedings
2: uh I can't buy a half point
0: not on this
1: prohibited. sports book app
2: fair enough
0: that's a bit that Stugatz does every time he's giving every time he's giving picks he just like buys a half point off he's like what you're gonna want to do is buy half buy yeah, it up to ten buy it to nine and a it half like, really just, he, today, it's oh. literally just a bit at this point like <laughs> he just he just says it for every freaking pick he gives out <laughs> there's just too much bad information out there you gotta remember that
2: Um gosh. That line seems too big, but I'm still gonna take Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma is really good. Um I think they uh they beat Texas and then they had a week off and they kinda had a hangover game against UCF, who's not very good. Um, but I think I think this is a genuine top five Oklahoma team. And I love Kansas. Nobody loves Kansas more than I do. Um but
0: Jason Bean, one Jason to another. Six to one.
2: But I don't think that they have the horses to stay with Oklahoma if Oklahoma decides to show up, and I think they will after last week. Um, I think they'll be back in down-the-stretch form. So I will take the Sooners.
1: Yeah, I'm also going to take Oklahoma. Uh, I am counting on a bounce back from – a lackluster performance against visiting UCF last week. You got to think Dylan Gabriel was was going through it, mixed emotions in in the Gabriel Bowl. Uh, his, his head was probably in a pretzel. His heart was probably in a pretzel. Who, who could blame? Not going to have that issue against the Jayhawks this week. Um, Kansas fun to watch from what I've seen, but again, I think consistency. Or lack thereof will be their downfall. Um, so give me the Venables, the fighting Venables. Hmm. Yeah, we're gonna put the uh, we're gonna put
0: the consensus to an early test this week. I love Oklahoma here, bounce back situation, backup quarterback likely or backspasm-ridden quarterback um, for Kansas. Good defense, Venables. Has done such a really such a good job of like bringing the Venables defense thing to Oklahoma in like a two-year span when we hadn't seen that for a decade, which really is is pretty damning on the Lincoln Riley experience. Like especially like looking at you USC um, because I think you could say that Oklahoma runs like a pretty up-tempo, you know, take it to them offense, right? Um, Brent they Venables does not. No. And, you know, they score a bunch of points and his defense doesn't, you know, maybe does suffer in total points given up. But like, I don't think from a defensive efficiency standpoint, his defense suffers from like uh, having to deal with a uh, high scoring offense. Right. So, um, so what I'm saying is shout out to Oklahoma. They're going to go on the road, take care of business here. No problems. All
1: right. Game number two. It is the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. It is once again that time of year. Georgia. The
2: artist formerly known as Yeah. It's officially no longer that because if they change the name, nobody drinks there. So
0: that's right.
1: We don't want to just we don't want to glorify drinking for sure. Yeah. Big alcohol was was hit hard by by all the lost (laughs) business after the name change. But I'm sure they'll be okay. Um Florida and Georgia. It's that time again. Jacksonville is the home of this contest. Um, the dogs are favored by 14 and one half point. So Jason, save your gripes about the half point on this one. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take Georgia here. I think this is the type of stage that Kirby still like really gets up for having a chance to, to make a statement on. Um, I don't think Billy is there yet from a coaching standpoint of, like, being able to match what Georgia will throw at them and what the magnitude of this game is. I think he can certainly get there, but um, I don't know that Florida's offense as well is maybe dynamic – enough or explosive enough to really test all levels of the Georgia defense and keep them off at honest on that side of the ball. Uh, so I'll take the dogs.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to use my uh, Kentucky corollary, unfortunately, here and also take the dogs. Florida really struggled with Kentucky, who is diet Georgia. Um, there is a path for Florida here, I would say, to cover and I don't know keep this game close. No Brock Bowers for Georgia. Um, Georgia has been throwing the ball a lot more this year. And, you know, if you could kind of make them one dimensional and I, I, Florida has, I don't get two in the weeds here if, uh, J- Jason Marshall, Florida's like five-star corner has not had a good year. Um, a couple, he's, he's dropped a couple picks and he maybe is, maybe he's due for one. So, I mean, if Florida could actually generate a turnover or two in this game, um, maybe light up the quarterback a little bit but ultimately i don't trust florida to be able to like run the ball enough i don't think um and that's what they need to do to be successful in offense so i'll take georgia regrettably um i do think florida has a lot to gain here if they win like they're recruiting like at a really really high level and this could be like an insane boost to the program at large um so you know all the reason in the world for billy to get get the boys whipped into a frenzy. I just I just don't know if they have the dudes to uh to pull it off. So I'll I'll take the dogs with all those points.
1: Uh before Jason goes, Logan, do you think there's a margin where this could be constituted as a moral victory for Florida? Or is it just like a winner bust game at this point?
0: Um I I, I personally think that there's a there's a moral victory zone but i think it's i don't even know if there's a score i think it's a how florida looks like if, if florida is able to you know probably keep it close yeah so the score like likely matters but i mean if, if florida is able to move the ball a little bit and get in the end zone a couple times and you know do you can kind of sell the like oh we're coming and like we, we only got we got more dudes coming and you know the the margin is shrinking is kind of the message that you could take out of the game because i think the margin is shrinking talent wise Results wise, you cannot make an argument that the margin is shrinking just yet. So, um, I think you need to. I'm pretty sure Georgia like handily took care of business last year. Um, but it wasn't that long ago that Kyle Trask and them boys absolutely gave it to Georgia. I mean, that was 2019. Um, so you know, I guess this is that's that's becoming further and further in the past the more we go, but. Uh, we have seen some weird results in this game. We saw like a Treon Harris uh, fueled victory one time in this game. Um, we saw Florida like not pass the ball at all in that game, which was really weird. Kelvin Taylor and Treon Harris like had like a ridiculous game. So you know, weird stuff can happen. It's definitely a rivalry game, but I think Jordan, you probably could have a bit of a moral victory situation on your hands if you're able to like acquit yourself well on both sides of the ball, even in in, in a loss. If the aesthetics are good,
1: I got you.
2: Correct. Yeah. Um, You came very close to talking me into Florida covering in that. Um, I, I think. So worst case scenario here is not worst case, but for worst case for Georgia is that not having Brock Bowers completely locks up their offense. They have no idea what to do. They
0: can't move the ball. Um, Which I think you can make a case for based on their results recently. So
2: that's, that's why I almost took Florida. Like I, if they call games like they have the last few weeks, I think that's what happens. I think I slash am hoping and agreeing with Jordan that this is like, this is a game where Kirby's probably not going to worry. Like, I think Kirby's similar to, to Kurt Zignetti and that like he's going to call the exact plays that will get him the exact number of points to win. Um, I think it's more likely in this game that Brock Bowers forces them to just run the ball a lot more uh, and I don't think that bodes fully well for Florida. Um and so for that reason I'm out. No, for that reason I take uh, for Georgia and I was gonna say I it will like
1: you're talking yourself into Florida here, Jason. I, Fourteen and a half had, points lower skills. Like, the more you talk about it, 14 and a half points sounds bigger and
0: bigger, right? So yeah, that's I mean this is big time backdoor cover alert central. Too, yes,
2: one hundred percent. I might I will, I will, take, more, Georgia. I will take Georgia. I will take Georgia and the under.
0: Ooh, like it. Um okay. I have a question. I have a I have a question. Um do you think that this is the best team Georgia will have played or do you think that because Kentucky put the pause on Florida that Kentucky's automatically better than Florida? Hmm. I think Florida is more talented. Most talented. Yeah. I mean, I think this might be the best defense Kentucky's played. I mean, Georgia's played. Yeah, yeah
2: probably.
1: Which I, so, so anyhow, I mean,
2: hence my taking the under.
1: Yeah, the ability to get the under usually favors underdogs, Jason. So, right,
0: you're not wrong again. You've never been to Jacksonville. You must. You must have never been to Jacksonville, brother. No, I. um
2: How dare you?
0: Yeah, this one. This one's interesting. It's it is a big line, but I feel yeah. like uh, there's high potential for
1: intrigue, tomfoolery. <laughs> All right, speaking of tomfoolery, let's go out to Utah, where the Elevation Boys host the Ducks, also at 3.30. We've got a stacked 3.30 slot this weekend, guys, so it could get hectic.
0: Lots of screens could be getting pulled
1: out. Um, (laughs) The router's going to just melt down. Oregon at Utah, the Ducks are road favorites by 6.5, and Logan is the beginner.
0: Ooh.
1: I'll take Utah. I've 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 been
0: too strong in my support for Utah. I can't back down now. Best one of the best, if not the best, home field advantages in, in college sports. Um I think I saw they've won 29 out of their last 30 at home, which is crazy. Uh of which like I think they had like a 16 or 17 game win streak which would make sense if you have to win, you know, 30, almost 30 in a row. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think they figured some things out on offense. I think they did get the benefit of playing a couple pretty janky defenses the past couple weeks, but Hey, that's how you work the kinks out. That's how you build some confidence. Sometimes you got to play a janky defense or two um, and let your quarterback lean into it. So uh, yeah, I think, I think that they've figured a couple of things out. Their defense is good. Uh, Oregon, is a better team. They're a more complete team. Um, I think they should win. Uh, but I the Utah at home sort of leaning on you factor, to me, favors a low-scoring, close game. And I like that with the six and a half. and half if, if Oregon wins by 7, I'm going to be pretty upset. No, <laughs> Fair enough.
1: <laughs>
0: just just wanted, wanted you guys to know just,
2: that. to clarify. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Oregon. Um, I... I also think Oregon is is really really good, and I think Utah is very good too. But um, gosh, when that offense is humming, it's uh, a sight to see. And I do think you know Oregon doesn't have you know Georgia's defense or Florida's defense or even UCLA's defense, but I think Oregon has a a pretty decent defense. Um, they've yeah. they've locked up some some pretty decent offensive teams, Washington aside, um, but. Um, I think it'll travel well enough to hold up in that environment, which is very good. Um, and I think that that offense when it's humming is something that Utah, you know, USC's put up some points on Utah and I think Oregon has at least as good an offense all around as USC does. Um, if not the number one pick under center. So I will take Oregon and hate my pick immediately and will love watching this game. It's going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, uh, Jason, thank you for your service for not making this a third straight consensus. That was uh,
2: at least 30% of the reason, so.
1: Yeah, I'm also going to take Utah here. Um, I, I love Oregon's defense. I love who's calling the defense against an offense that I still have concerns about in Utah. Um, but I also really like Utah's defense, and I like the home field advantage aspect I'm I'm a noted longtime elevation boy supporter, um, and I Nobody think it was watched. it was pretty stark the difference of how now granted these are two different rosters different teams but Oregon at home uh, the games I've watched uh, compared to how they looked at times at Washington on the road um, I think they are one of those teams that really relies on home field at times, and that's not going to be there this weekend. So I will take the Utes and the thin air on my side. (laughs) Perfect. Game number four, also at 3.30 p.m., we've got Duke at Louisville in the slice. Not a night game, but it'll probably be dark when it finishes. Louisville is favored by four. Give it to us straight, Jason.
2: I don't have time to ponder. Um, I am gonna take I'm gonna take Louisville. I still think they're very talented. Um, they fell victim to the pit death star two weeks ago, but they've had a bye. Um do we know if Riley Leonard is full strength yet?
0: No, doubt it. There's I no can't way I imagine he is. Yeah,
2: it'd be shocking. So, anyways, I think I think Louisville wins this by touchdown.
0: Or more.
1: All right. I'm gonna take Duke. Um love their defense. They play super physical. I think they're coached really well. They have some experience playing without Riley Leonard, uh, so this will not be a deer-in-the-headlights moment. And, like, Louisville got Notre Dame. Yes, they did. Good for them. I don't know that they are built for consistently good performances against consistently good teams the way Duke is built. So, a little bit of a contrarian pick here. Of what my gut reaction was, so I'm fading myself in a way. Give me the, <laughs> the Elcos.
0: That makes me feel weird. I also am on the Elcos. I don't think either of these teams is going to be able to score in this game. I think it's going to be exceedingly low scoring. I think that favors the uh, the the underdog, as Jordan said. So, give me um, Duke, and Do yeah, you- I think they're faux real. A great basketball matchup here too. That's right yes
2: ACC semifinals so
1: yeah at least um game number five had to pick through the trash a little bit to find this one but we've got uh Colorado <laughs> at UCLA Colorado's back remember them Seven <laughs> thirty <a 7:30> p.m <laughs> kick uh UCLA is favored by 17 points I'm excited to watch this could potentially be a track meet um might just blindly hammer the over. So I will take UCLA here. Um, I think their defense is decent. Uh, I also saw Shador Sanders, Travis Hunter and Dion Sanders sitting courtside of the Lakers game last night, which has caused me to question their focus on the football. So unbelievable. I'll take Chip Kelly. Uh, yeah, Jordan, not uh, completely telling you here
0: on everything. I promise. I love UCLA here. Um, their defense is more than decent; it's very good statistically. And I think, like Colorado, has shown a propensity to have give up way too many negative plays and get behind the six. And I think Chip Kelly will look for an opportunity to maybe rub Dion's uh, face in it a little bit if he can. Um, just. Chip Kelly seems like that kind of guy, so I I uh, I like I like, UC, I like UCLA here at home. Not that UCLA at home is just like some sort of a like lion's it's den. Haunted. Not quite you at home. Right, right.
1: It
2: is the road call. It must be said. Um. Yeah. I guess our picks are really boring this week. Um. Apologies to our millions okay. of listeners, but
0: we go down together.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I don't love Colorado. It's weird. I. For whatever reason, I don't love Colorado coming off a bye after that Stanford game. Um, it's also worth pointing out that UCLA bodied up Stanford last week, um, which, to be fair, might have been a Stanford hangover. But yeah, UCLA's defense is legit, and uh, Chip Kelly is crafty enough that I think he's probably going to throw some stuff at Colorado that they haven't seen yet. Um, so yeah, give me the blue wins.
0: Love it. Awesome. All right, well, an in- interesting week. So, like I said, Jordan, we uh, we ran out of awesome games pretty quickly, but you know you're going to have some of those. These are the ones. Where, these are the weeks where weird stuff happens. So, you guys got anything else? Nothing else. All right. Well, in that case, it is time to go home. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> we it's the Wheel Route Podcast. Find us on the internet, thewheelroute.com. That's our website. You can go to Instagram, it's Wheel Podcast. You can send us emails, wheelroutepodcast@gmail.com. Until we meet again, we love you guys.
1: Go Gators. Go Hoos!
2: Go Dukes.